0: just have a couple of things to share um I was chatting with Shane last night and he was um unwell and um, yeah he was sharing with with Scotty and I just this sense of what he felt God was doing amongst us this sense of unity and a sense of us just being like a body together and um I was pondering it has anybody ever had a bad back put your hand up if you had a bad back not many of you will know this, but um, I had an illustrious career for a little while as an auto bagger. Um, An auto bagger is someone that packs potatoes, and that was me. I used to pack potatoes in a factory in Western Australia for about six months of my life. Professional potato packer. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And um, as it happened, um, I was packing potatoes, I used to work at one end of the shed on the auto bagger and this auto bagger, just to give you a little bit of a glimpse of what I would do, used to pack, you get potatoes, a half tonne crate of potatoes that get packed into this kind of frame, the frame would tip over, it would kind of funnel down a, a, a belt into the auto bagger and it would fill the, the bags up, 20 kilos of sp- uh, spuds, and it would come around, you'd whip it off the old uh, hopper. And you'd use a huge big sewing machine to sew up these spuds. And you'd just do that times 1,000 every day, packing potatoes. And Start at that end of the shed and then you go up to the other shed where you'd load the potatoes on to the uh, uh, pallets and off they'd go to the, the stores. And I used to do both jobs. And one day I was lifting these 25-kilo bag, uh, bag of spuds and I kind of hoiked it like that and <laughs> my back went. It was just like... I, I knew it straight away, I was probably about twenty twenty one. I just felt my back go. And really from that moment on, at different junctions in my life, I've had struggle with my back. Like it's just at certain moments that it goes. And for those of you who've experienced it, like when your back goes, like it's like everything in your whole body is hurting. Like you just, you don't realise how much you actually need. You get out of bed, you're like, Ugh. you're walking, <laughs> you're, every, you're just kind of correcting the whole time. Like, and I guess what's on my heart this morning, part of it is shame. Um, and I actually was feeling a bit emotional as I was thinking about it because Shane's unwell. I, I don't think he would mind me sharing this um, text that he sent to kind of our, our leadership team. Uh, he said, guys, after trying unsuccessfully to sleep for about four hours, I headed home at about midnight last night I'd shifted from just sounding bad to feeling bad just coldy stuff, I've been coughing quite a bit and coughing up stuff, (laughs) TMI, Uh, as well as feeling achy and a sore throat and a runny nose and I woke a few minutes ago and it was such a strange feeling as I registered where I was and where I wasn't, but I was delighted to hear reports from Esther and Christy about everything, Um, you know, the bush bush dance last night, our sing-along, but we had to wake this morning, uh, not at camp, Uh, he's just resting now. He went on to say, I love you guys. I'm so excited what is happening at camp. I love our church. I love what Jesus is building. And, um, you know, at a personal level, guys, I've known Shane and Christy for, um, what, 15, 16? Yeah, like emotional, I think about, you know. Um. are <laughs> 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 breaking the ice, mugger <laughs> uh, It's... There's just a lot of life in there, you know, like I held Esther when she was born, um, and um, you know, Shane has been a brother to me, like, through thick and thin. Um, I can be pretty emotional, and I can be um, up and down at times, and Shane's just like, (sighs) he's steady. Sometimes we run together, and I'll be like, just mouthing off about things, and Shane's like, hmm, you know, he's just, he's calm. He just kind of absorbs my my chaos and stuff at times. I'm so grateful for that, you know. Um, with Christy, like, he's our leader, you know. And so, like, I, get, I guess the point for me this morning is, like, he's hurting like he's, you know, it's not like it's the end of the world. He's, he's, he's crook. Um, <sighs> thank you. Um, but the sense for me is, like, he's part of our body and when our body hurts the the sense is that we hurt you know what I mean like we feel that we we understand that we're aware of it you know and we respond to that so I want to respond to that this morning I want to respond by just praying for him and blessing him like I you heard that word from Roger and I know that there have been moments as a church from a leadership perspective where things are pretty lean here you know like through COVID and, and Roger's right, you know, he said yet last night there's moments that they would have walked away. I was about to yell out, I disagree, because Shane and Christy are so tenacious that I don't think they would have, you know. And, oh, Shane could go back to teaching, mm, I don't think that's actually what Shane wants to do. I think that he's cut for ministry and cut for leadership and where he comes alive is, is in this context, you know, in, in mentoring and in teaching the word and all that kind of stuff. But there have definitely been moments haven't there? you know, where it got pretty thin and these guys have hung in there. So first of all, can we just pray for Shane this morning, just a prayer of healing, a prayer of blessing as that God would really meet with him in whatever capacity, you know, just really minister to him, yeah. So let's just stand up and let's just pray for our brother, yeah. Join with me, let's just really like, come on, let's pray for him. Let's just declare God's goodness over Shane. It's good, Uh, Scripture exhorts us to um, get behind our leaders, you know, and so it can be a pretty lonely and tough task at times and, um, you know, I feel like this is a season of encouragement for Shane and Christy and um, one where, you know, we can really rally around them and and show them our love and our support and the kids as well, you know. I wanted to just read to you, I'm not going to talk for too long, even though I could, (laughs) 1 Corinthians 12 um, talks about gifts and just bear with me as I read this to you all these gifts have a common origin where are gifts coming from where do they come from from above have you ever wondered why Ricky Ponting was so good it was God literally like Donald Bradman God God was like I'm just going to give you an extra dose of that and you're like born in the boondocks of New South Wales. Congratulations, Don, you got that gift. But it's true, right? I was talking to some of the crew about Mumford & Sons. I don't know if you know this, but Mumford & Sons, the lead singer, his parents, were the leaders of the Vineyard Church movement in North America, right? So that kid grew up listening to worship. Like, there was an anointed worship movement across America and, and the world back when I was growing up. That kid grew up listening to worship music his whole life. So when you listen to Mumford & Sons next time, and you're like, wow. That actually feels anointed and we can have the sacred and secular dynamic question scenario thinking about how we think about worship and stuff. He's, got, he's anointed, yeah? It's a gift to lead people into a space. It's like Coldplay or whatever, anyway, I'll digress. The gifts from God, they're irrevocable. You have gifts that are in you that God has just placed within you, yeah? When he was making you, he's like, this is what you're going to do. Phoenix, you're going to be gifted to dance, you know? It's true. You can easily see how this kind of things, uh, how this kind of thing works by looking no further than your own body. Your body has many parts, limbs. Can you wave your limbs about? How did that even happen? It's amazing. You just heard my uh, your, It all just happened. It's working together. organs, cells. Can you move your cells, please? <laughs> it's It's amazing. You're still one body. It's exactly the same with Christ. By means of his one spirit, we all said goodbye. Listen to this. We all said goodbye to our partial and piecemeal lives. We used to live independent, sorry. We each used to independently call our own shots, but then we entered into a large and integrated life in which he has the final say in everything. I'm going to repeat that. Listen to this. We each used to independently call our own shots but then we entered into a large and integrated life in which he has the final say in everything, yeah? That's the kingdom of God at work, yeah? This is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptised. So for the crew that are getting baptised, it's like you're kind of saying, it's not, not about my own life, like I'm actually coming into something that's bigger and I'm, allowing, I'm actually saying, God, you get to call the shots in my life. I'm part of something bigger. And... It's not that you're not going to have hardship in that context, but it's the most amazing journey when you say yes to God in that context. Each of us is now a part of His resurrection body, refreshed and sustained at one fountain, His Spirit, where we all come to drink. The old labels we once used to identify ourselves—labels like Jew or Greek or South Australian or a Crow supporter or something—are no longer useful. We need something larger, more comprehensive. I want you to think about how all this makes you more significant, not less. A body isn't just a single part blown up into something huge. It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. I want to give you an example in this context. And the example is Ernie. What do you guys know about Ernie? Just call it out for me. He's good at dishes. Selfless. A chocolate dealer. A chocolate dealer. Sneaky chocolate deal. It's like church drugs. Fire warden. Big heart. Prayer warrior. Gentle. Good dad. A dog lover. Take one for the team with a dog loving. (laughs) Apparently not. You could call it a kiss on the lip, I guess, mate. Anything else? Ernie. He is sitting on a chair. That's true. That's true about him as well. Pure observation right there. Prayer warrior. warrior. Yeah, incredibly hospitable. I can remember coming off a FIFO swing, a couple of weeks working 14 hours a day and I rolled back into, into the house and Ernie just went into the kitchen and he started making me food, you know? yeah would you say that Ernie's like a backbone to us yeah would you say that he's highly visible kind of up the front enigmatic you know hi I'm Ernie <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo! it's not so much how Ernie functions is it but is he absolutely critical to our our, our body yeah would we feel his loss like our back going out yeah we would we need to be aware of these things. Aware of our body. Aware of uh, the, the the contributions of each of our body. Yeah, I was thinking about this last night. Like, how fun was the bush dance? Like, it was amazing, right? Slightly awkward, joyful, amazing, <laughs> fun. Like looking at each other in the eye. You're like, uh, uh, <laughs> we'll just look at my, <laughs> This is so much fun. Slightly awkward and awesome. And like, but you know, when I felt the least awkward was Matilda. Yeah. So Matilda comes in and I'm like that and she just looks up at me and she's like, ah, this is the best moment of my life. And she's just dancing around, twirling around stuff. She's part of our body, isn't she, you know? What, you might say, well, what does Matilda have to offer us, you know? Well, look no further than that moment, right? A sense of innocence and joy and just of zest for life. And like, was she insecure last night? Probably minimal, <laughs> Right? We're all like uh, self-conscious, uh, slightly awesome, but Matilda's just like this is awesome. We could probably take a leaf out of her book, couldn't we? You know, that's the body at work. We've got all these kids that are part of our body. You know, important. Like we need to see these kids, all of them. You're incredibly important to us. You're valuable. We see you. You know, you have things to contribute to us. Jonah's firelighting skills are formidable. like let's be honest like he's going places isn't he yeah you know he's probably going to like innovate and start things and cause a bit of a ruckus in life you know and we can help to champion that in terms of our body yeah so that's it that's all I really wanted to share like these beautiful moments where we come together as a body and Let's let's just kind of have a sense of where God is leading us from here as a body. Let's be aware of that. There are those that couldn't, uh, couldn't be here together uh, for, for camp. There are those like Shane who are not here right now. Others like the Teals have had to go. Um, but let's let's like move forward with it as a sense of awareness of, of, of God's body at work in us, yeah? And so what...